You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We'll take a glass together and we will lift it to the good life. And as we're lifting it, we will most sincerely say, we'll take a glass together. You're listening to Equity One, a podcast where two friends chat about life, theater, and everything in between. I'm Elliot Maddox. And I'm Caleb Dickey. Join us for your Equity One. Hi, Caleb. Hey, Elliot. How's it going? I'm currently popping my LaCroix. Okay, and I'm about to open this bottle of Prosecco. It's a a passion fruit flavor, not the Prosecco, but mine. And uh, we are popping bottles with our special guest this week, Kate Lumpkin. Hi, friends. Hi, Mama. Am What's I the up? first champagne that you've done? Or at Prosecco? Ooh. So we no. had mimosas. <laughs> well, Damn it! I was trying so hard! So we had mimosas for our first episode. Mimosas oh, so don't count. Okay, no, right, so then it doesn't count. <laughs> Great. Cute. So cute. cute. Oh my gosh. It, well, it was a breakfast episode. So oh, fair. Well, then, then it's, it then it's totally valid choice. Yeah. Yeah. I love a mimosa. Yeah, but you are our first to like, um, pop it. Do you, would you do like you want to pop it? Yeah. Okay, here we go. You, do you want? I want a shower of like. No, you don't. We want it all. And. Yes. Opa. Okay. Oh, so and it was such good. a clean, yeah. a clean open. Oh, it was. That was really shy. phenomenal. Work. Yeah. Like, yeah. <gasps> you can't hear it, but it's pouring so sexily. Yeah, it's really good. Into our plastic wine glasses. This is such glass, y'all. Well, I mean, should we tell the people where we are? Are we going to get in trouble? No. I don't think it matters. We are right? at the I work here a lot. <laughs> exquisite Pearl Palace. Or Pearl, Pearl 500. <laughs> Pearl Studios. <laughs> Pearl Studios. <laughs> we'll edit that out if we get in trouble. We'll, we'll ask around. Um, <laughs> well, cheers, Mona. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> and you have to... Um, Keep refilling it as while there's still some in it because it counts as your one. Yeah, it's oh, it's see. not it's not two if you fill it up again before it hits the empty. Y'all, I haven't eaten very much today, oh, <laughs> so it's good. gonna get real flirty real fast. Okay. We'll take care of you. We'll take yeah. care of you. I like it, guys. How's your week been, Caleb? Is it Wednesday? Is it Hump Day? It's Wednesday. Yeah. It's Wednesday. I just checked. I am sweating. Mm. It is 89 degrees. Very in almost hot. October. Thought it was fall. I know. Every actor who came in for me today was like, oh, the air conditioning, man. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. that's what we're good for. That's it what we provide so here for good. A creative, cool space. Yeah. Yeah. It, and then I walked outside and it's so muggy. So it's muggy. It's gr- so gross out. My hair's a mess. It's, it's underneath the hat right now because the humidity. I thought I was done with my AC. Like, I spent a few, like, nope. nights, oh, like, being like, she's going to be there tomorrow. I'm so annoyed. Hedron's still waking me up in the morning because they're on the vent. How's your week been? Busy, uh, but really good. I've just been doing a lot. I like have decided to not only do Whole Thirty this month and also my play, but also, <laughs> but also, <laughs> but also, I'm working on uh, something else during the day. Great. And then uh, also looking at apartments, oh, moving no, in the no, next no. two weeks. Do you have a good person who's helping you? Yeah, I found a place. It's Great. done. I got all my checks. Today, yep, it's worth it. It's worth it. But it's gonna be so nice. I'm getting Where are you moving? One bedroom on 109 in Amsterdam. Yes, honey. Perfect. He said he's moving downtown. That's way downtown compared to where it's you are now. Way downtown. And I'm you're so about ready. now, right? Yeah, I'm at 183. Oh, you're, right now, you're above so I'm me. Okay. Way above. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I'm very relieved that's done, but also like very, very tired. Yeah. But only tired because I'm doing things, not because I'm like yeah. having a sugar crash or anything mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. He can say that because he's on the whole. Because I'm doing. Really, oh, you he are on the whole. He hasn't partaken sugar right now. No. Guys, our listeners didn't know that. If they didn't, know we that. hadn't oh. talked about. No, I'm kidding. I talk about it literally every week. <laughs> and um, it's and, a big topic. No, every talk- week. Yeah. How many weeks have you this been doing the whole 30? It's supposed to be 30 days. 30 days, so four weeks. Oh, so, okay, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Totally, totally. Yeah, yeah four, four weeks. But this is my last week, so next the next time we record Equity One, I'll be having a beverage. Oh, Yay! I can't wait to have you back. I'm just getting boozy over here. I know. I was like, that's cute. I'm having a beverage right now. <laughs> yes, no, I would never keep anyone else from partaking. <laughs> Case. This is celebratory for me because my week was so great. I just closed a session and yes. just like took my every time I finish a show and we have all the headshots out on the table mm-hmm. the day before we make the offers. I take my picture uh-huh. above of all the headshots and I just look at it and I say like we done did it and I just yes. had to take that picture like an hour ago. Congratulations! Yes. The studio audience is like so excited. For you. Can you hear them? Yeah, yeah. I hear them screaming. They're like, yes. they're, yeah, they're there in post. It's really cool. Yes. <laughs> so, Kate, you are casting director, life coach, extraordinaire, everything. Woman about town. <laughs> Mostly a woman about town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do a lot of different things. Well, I want to hear about uh, your background, like how you got started, young, how young Kate got um, yeah. interested in in the Fresh theatrical arts. I have been obsessed with theater and the theater community since I was like a teeny, teeny, tiny child. Like I think my t-shirt collection might actually rival yours. Oh, all right. Whoa, whoa. But mine are, have all been cut up and they're in a t-shirt quilt okay, that my enough. mother had made for to. me. Fair enough, fair um, enough. And it was in my high school dorm room all four years. And so that's that's where my like level of love is. It's a deep, yeah. Yeah. nerdy, rich passion. Um, and I like I became obsessed with the work and, and this this field and this energy and, and all of it. When I was like five, literally, um, my parents brought me to New York. I saw Hal Prince's revival of Showboat and oh. it like rocked. Heavy. Yeah, yes. yeah. Well, that was my first Broadway show that I saw. Cool. Was that revival? And I was like, well, this is it, man. This is this is it for the rest of my days. So. Um, I, you know, I was an actor. I worked from the time I was like 10 to the time I was like 24 as an actor. I went to Ithaca for musical theater. Sure. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. then I left Ithaca to do professional theater. And then I went and finished my degree at Indiana University, oh. um, where I finished my degree in something that has nothing to do with theater, but everything to do with theater. <laughs> I studied um, sexual anthropology and folklore. Hi. So yeah. yeah, so I studied like why we as humans tell the stories we tell and how we use our bodies to craft those stories and find our identities. I love that. Yeah, and then I went to work for National Geographic for a little moment, and I was like, I gotta go back to New York, and I've gotta be working in theater. And so I came back, and I knew exactly what I wanted to do, which was no longer to be an actor because that wasn't serving who I was as a human anymore. Um, but it was to connect members of our community together and to find performers and creatives and f- help craft the best teams mm-hmm. of people. And I was like, oh, I can get paid to do that? This, this like puzzle piece putting together that I've done forever, yeah. I can get paid? Um, like, I literally made Broadway trading cards when I was a kid. Like, I would cut up playbills and, like, make little mini trading oh God, cards for my American door. Girl dolls. <laughs> not for your American Girls. Like, not miniatures One, for your American Girls. Literally, because they're so little, right? Like, your little, your little headshot yeah. label is tiny. So, I made them for American Girl dolls and would, like, play with them and make casts. So, I would really, like, try to create things. And when I realized I could get paid to do that and that it was a craft and a profession, I, like, dug right in. And, and that's... How that became That's adorable. That's amazing. Yeah. Mostly just like me with my American <laughs> yes. Like, who do you want to put in Wicked this week? Like that. Are you so obsessed that like they actually exist now? Like the lights of Broadway trading oh. cards, like that Squigs does? First and foremost, <laughs> I was like, you stole my beat. Uh, second, <laughs> of all, second of all, I'm obsessed with them. And of course I like own every every one of them because Nerd alert on parade. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I want to backtrack because I did not know that you worked for National Geographic. I'm obsessed with that too. So what did you do? What was your job working with National Geographic? I worked in the development office, okay. which is like a huge, huge learning experience for me because I don't know if you know this, but theater involves a lot of money. Okay, yeah. okay. Yes. A couple that dollars. You, yeah, that at all levels money impacts 
what we can and do create. And so I worked in the development office and I was only there for six months, but what I learned was so much about how to ask for what you want, how to find a community of people who are willing to invest in you, mm-hmm. not just in, invest in you as a human, but invest in you financially. Um, and it was a really incredible learning experience. And also I learned I don't want to work in development. So that was... <laughs> good, yeah. That also was, very valuable Well, and it's, it's that thing of... Um, I can. I love being a casting director. I love being a creative director. But, but fearless producers do not get the credit that they deserve. The people who are willing to make those asks and mm-hmm. find those investors, mm-hmm. um, they just. It's an incredibly difficult position to put yourself in every day. And having worked in that department, I like. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Because with every every decision that's made in theater, like has millions of dollars on it. Yeah. It's yeah. like if you're looking at like a Broadway show. Yeah. Like, it has millions, thousands, lots of money on everyone's shoulders, you know? Uh And if we're trickling down to things that are even, you know, smaller but still as significant in terms of the storytelling, it's not millions of dollars, but it's still someone's Someone's dollars. Someone's heart and money. Someone's money is doing that. If someone, you know, is... um, it's like kicking ass and doing their own, you know, reading of their play Mm -hmm. downtown, that's their hard-earned money that's that they're trusting someone with. Absolutely. That they're putting into something. Someone's making a podcast, right? Like, you paid for the space we're in right now. Yeah, Every yeah. single thing, there is, there's a financial investment. And mm-hmm. the people who are willing to stick their necks out and ask... I need to say, like, I need your support to make my art happen or to make this person's art happen. It's a bravery that, and, and a fr- there's a fierceness to it that you have to have that is, um, it's a really tricky position to be in. And I learned that really quickly sure. when I was in that development office. Because, and at Geo, you're talking about big stakes, like yeah. right. sure. billion dollar stakes yeah, to make sure course. that that place stays afloat. And it's such an important organization to keep afloat. Totally. totally. Um, and so those asks were big and, and, Ooh. And sometimes you just have to ask, and people are like, yeah, check. Right, right? sometimes like, you're you like, ask, no, and they're like, like tell me more for weeks and months and years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That's so interesting. And how long were you there? Only six months. Okay. Is this in D.C., or where was it? D.C. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I was in Indiana, and when I finished in Indiana, I went straight to D.C. Mm-hmm. for this job, and then came right back here after six months. Ooh, do you hear this bass going on? I know. Well, of course we, of course we are in a studio right now in a shared space with other artists. As we should be doing That's their thing. Where, should, where else would we be? Where else would we be Come drinking on now. I love prosecco? This underscore and... <laughs> to, to this um, tell us about so when you you got back to the city, you mm-hmm. knew exactly what you wanted to do. You knew you wanted to put people together in stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, where did you start out in casting? And tell us about your journey with casting specifically. Yeah, so when I came back to New York, I knew that I wanted to work in casting, and I knew what I wanted to do, so I sent like an epic email to every person I could think of that might have a connection or know someone or know anything. Sure. And on that email was Dear Sweet Michael Cassera, um, who I had known from my time as an actor in New York, uh, and he wrote me back and said, okay, well, I have an opportunity for you to be my assistant coming up in the next couple days. Yeah, Will wow. you do it right now? And I said, okay. Absolutely. So I jumped in and I was there for a while. And, um, you know, I give Michael a lot of credit. He taught me very fast and very furious a lot of things about how to do this job, which I don't think people really know what my job is. I don't think people really understand what yeah. this job is. It's hard because, like, as actors, we're, we're it's separate. You know, mm-hmm. we see a certain, we see what we see. Mm-hmm. And then there's a whole other thing that happens when the door is closed or when the headshots are sorted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So tell people what you think they might not know about your job, what it entails. So I think people think that my job starts when you walk in the door or like the day that um, your session is. And really, my job starts weeks or months before any sort of session starts. And it comes down to having really like in-depth discussion. I'm feeling this Prosecco. (laughs) (laughs) Woohoo! Okay. Um, But it comes down to having like really in-depth discussions with creative teams, hopefully, if you're working with a team that's really collaborative, Mm -hmm. um, about what they're looking for, what the world they're trying to create is, who the people are that they see, like who the prototypes are. If they had 18 bajillion dollars, who would they hire? Um, And trying to craft that. And then I go back to the kind of drawing table and say, okay, so who are the people that I know? Who are the people that I need to explore? I'm working on a project right now, right, that's got a very, very, very specific need. And I don't know. I don't know all of those people. So I'm pulling at my resources trying to figure out how to craft these lists. Of sure. Yeah. 
And then, you know, I'm going through and I have to set everything up. So there's a huge business mm-hmm. aspect to what I do as well, which is just organizing thousands of people um, and trying to get everybody to show up on the same day yeah. to make sure yeah. that they have all the sides that they need. And then the studio has changed and I have to make sure everybody, everybody of the 80 knows. people coming in on that day knows where to go. Yeah. Um, and then I'm com- communicating with all of their teams and that I'm talking to the right person at the right agency and all of that stuff yeah. is going on. And then the day of sessions happen and you have to be the person who is kind of the the middle ground, making sure that everybody at the table is happy, making sure everybody mm-hmm. in the room is being fulfilled and that your actors feel safe and comfortable and that they're being taken care of too and that if someone's stuck on the A train, we find somebody to come in and replace sure. them at that moment yeah. and all of the mayhem. Um, and then we do the thing where we have to try to talk through the process of how we fit all the puzzle pieces together. And that's a huge moment in my job. So much of my job is going out and seeing talent, learning talent, knowing mm-hmm, what they totally. do and how to set them up. But then the other part is that moment at the end when we're sitting there with, like we said, you know, 30 headshots for 11 roles. Yeah. And we have to figure out the puzzle. And it's a lot of things, right? It's it's who they are as people. It's will these people work together well? Do I think this person lives in the same world as this director likes to work in? Um uh, is, does this person live enough between the two roles that we think they can be the understudy? How do we sure, yeah. finagle all of this together? And then once we do finagle it together, then it's you know getting all the information to the right people. And if it's a show that is a long running show, it's doing that process whenever someone tells me to. Yep. Yeah. You know. So there's so much to it, and people. I think there's a, a bad rep uh, that sure. people uh, like to say that there's a lack of caring or that it's not mm-hmm. something that is um, an art form and I just wildly disagree because yeah. my whole life's work is about learning about you guys yeah. and what your skills and passions are and then making relationships with directors and creatives and trying to say like oh I know who you work with mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. what your sure. life is so I, I don't know yeah. that's what I do that's, I mean that's, a, that's an amazing like explanation to people because I do think I do think as actors like a lot Tell of me. times, well, I think, I think like so much of it is like I think the mystery makes us project a lot onto mm-hmm. casting, mm-hmm. and I think I think, and I I think this is I got this at a growing studio thing where like one of their like you know open forums with casting, yeah. like actors put a lot on casting directors, a lot of um, a lot of like good things to sometimes sure. too, and yeah. a lot of like credit, but also yeah. a lot of like. Well, it's they hate me. That or you know what I mean. They put yeah. it, a lot of power is in our mind to to casting, but a lot of times it's like, I mean, you are catering to. Oh, I want to demystify that whole thing real fast. Yeah. The reality is, I don't make any final decisions, right? Anyone with this CD title is not making any of the final decisions as to who gets mm-hmm. cast. You just that's, get us in the room, and then that's right. Yeah. So to kind of put all the power in someone's hands, um, it's not our hands specifically and at the end of the day it's not one person's hands there are a lot of people sure. making uh, that thing totally um and then also in terms of like they don't like me this industry is completely based on interpersonal relationships yeah. so the reality is some people might not like you and some people might really love you and mm-hmm. some directors might not like you mm-hmm. and some directors might really love you there's some humans who might not like you who are already attached to the project sure it's all out of your hands so as long right. as you like you at the end of the day yeah. that's literally all you can control yes ma'am so mm-hmm. if you're not working on that then that's what you need to be working on and not trying to place blame on anyone and i'll take the blame look i get it i'm in a very easy position to be the scapegoat i am <laughs> because no because i made this as, it's an active choice i made it my active choice was to be the kind of middleman between actors and creative teams. Sure. And so we are in some way, shape, or form the gatekeeper, kind of. Mm-hmm. And so I know what I signed up for. And if you need me to be the scapegoat because you had a bad day, lay it on me, baby. Like, lay it on me. I'll take it. <laughs> right? Like, I'll take it. Sure. Totally. But just know, like, at the end of the day, it really isn't. It shouldn't be about us. It should be about the work that you're doing and your preparedness and, and the relationships you're building and, and all of that. Ah, and if we're a, a little shit, then okay, it can be on us. <laughs> we but all everyone is allowed to have a bad to day. Everyone, yes. yes. That's the other thing. Everyone is allowed to have a bad day. It happens to everyone. Just not like twenty in a row. No. Yeah, no, then get your shit together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's time to be a little more kind. Yeah, like exactly. figure it out. Maybe do whole thirty. Yeah. If you've had maybe, twenty bad days in a row. When the sugar like crashes, 
then like you become a better person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. totally. Yeah. Ooh, I'm turning into that. Take this away from me. <laughs> Did you hear me say that? <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. Like how? Like you have your people that you love, and you're like, okay, they're not right for this project, but like then you just have a file, right? The file that the magical file. This mystical file. Yeah, like you're on file, so like. Sure. Yeah, I mean. Well, and you kind of have a, a different um, way of going about it too, which is something you recently, yeah, um, I mean, updated. Right, you're. Am I wrong? You posted on Facebook something recently. Oh about yeah, your yeah. like, file that yeah, people yeah. could submit yeah. to. So I just think people spend so much money on things like submissions and sending headshots to every office, and it just makes no sense. So I created a form, yeah, um, that's basically like a way to directly submit to me. Uh, and I, the other truth is when people submit, they don't necessarily answer all of the questions that I have that are important. Mm -hmm. So I was like, if I just build the most specific form, that's going to let everybody answer all sorts of things. Like, what are your, what are your pronouns? Tell me your pronouns. What instruments do you play? Here's a list of 15 instruments. Please check all of the boxes so Mm -hmm. that I know. Um, and then I ask things like, what worlds do you think you live in? Are you, what makes you happy? How can I best serve you? I mean, I got hundreds and hundreds of hundreds of submissions, and it's so great because they're all, it was all free, and Mm -hmm. it's super easy for me to organize, right? So now if I have this database full of actors who are excited to be working, and I know I'm looking for a ukulele player who identifies as male, Uh who is, uh, you know, who is from Puerto Rico, Mm -hmm. I can literally sort my sheet, and anyone who submitted to me, I can look at them and and check them out and and find that potential, which is really great and really cool, And, and I was trying to do something free because I just feel like everything is so damn expensive. No, and and it is appreciated yeah. by actors, like in a world of like where pay for play is like the only option. Which of course we understand. Mm-hmm. You know, you coach and do things, and you are of course paid for your time and your work. Which and you should uh, be like. I do. I I completely understand what pay for play is and mm-hmm. is doing, and I you know I I I don't necessarily subscribe to working at any of the kind of main hubs that do that. Mm-hmm. I teach workshops, and I I like to think that if someone's going to come to my workshop, they are actually going to learn something, and mm-hmm. it's not about auditioning. Like I don't take headshots, sure. I don't take resumes. Mm-hmm. I come to teach and to learn, and I love teaching. It's like my jam. And if you're going to do a coaching session with, with me, it's going to be a one on one for an hour, and we're really going to talk through. Yeah, that's great. Like, your whole process, not just like the art of an audition but like your whole life and try mm-hmm. to figure it out um but yeah i mean we live in a it's it's a really interesting time financially for mm-hmm. people and i i try to do as many things for free as i can i um I, i'm doing the common ground with ben Ellen, yeah. which mm-hmm. is a cool new way for people to meet um 60 people for free once a month do kind of like speed dating with other creatives mm-hmm. uh, and we have really cool things like we just found out that there's like a new team of composers and writers who met at the common ground and it was really cool. Yeah. yeah. But I want to talk about this magical file that you think I have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because this is this like unicorn file that you uh-huh. think like glows and like spins Yeah, I know. And it's like your head's on the cover. like, oh, I'm like, 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 but I, I, I like I get it. Like I've been called in for things like six months later, and they're like, yeah. I, I, I rolled around and it's real. I mean. When I see somebody and I'm like, this noodle pop is so special, but just does not live in this play. Yeah. I absolutely have, you know, a list of people who I think are really wonderful and are really special and I'm really trying to help in any way I can. If there's ever an opportunity for them, I'm, I'm going to try to get them in the room. Um, but I'm also, like, that list grows every day. Like, sure, for me yeah. and my process, and I can only speak to my process, right? Like, I don't, I, I don't work for other people. I have my own company. Mm-hmm. So I can only talk from my experience, but... Um, I have lots of those magical folders and like people are in them for different reasons. Totally. Um, and for me it's like really energy based. Um, but yeah, I mean, just because you didn't excel in this one audition for this one piece doesn't mean you aren't a tremendous artist and of course I'm going to keep you around and uh-huh. try to find a place for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I love the idea that it's like a glittery pink folder it that like is. flies it out is. of my desk and it's like, oh, folder! And like, it like, it's like, it's like, I need a magical trio. Yeah. <laughs> Who do I need? It's like your face, like flies out of my glitter, and you. I like, I'm building that. That's happening. That's amazing. Oh. <laughs> so I know I'm not right for the show, but I know that you're casting it, and I know you're casting something else, and I really want to be in that something else. Yes. Is it annoying that I come in? Mm. How are you coming in? Do you mean like is it annoying that I submit for the project or annoying that you come into the EPA or? Yeah, like annoying like I come to like the ECC EPA. That 
It annoys me if, okay, look, if I'm looking for, like, an African-American woman in her 80s. Obviously. And like, I'm doing yeah. that and you come in, I'm like, hmm. It doesn't annoy me so much as it makes me think this person is an uneducated okay. performer. They didn't do their homework. They didn't read the breakdown. Or they're, I don't know what's going on there. Uh-huh. If you're remotely in the world of that thing, I would encourage you to think, are there other actors who might need this opportunity more than you do? For the time slot. For this yeah, day, yeah. because EPAs are already a hustle, ECs yeah. are already a hustle, and if you're really trying to, if you're taking an opportunity away from somebody else who actually lives in that world, I would say it's not worth you showing up. And mm-hmm. that's and that's just kind of a common courtesy. Um, but, I love that you call it world. It makes it, it, mm-hmm. it makes it so much sense. Like, I get the image of, like, the world of the show, and then you're like, yeah. if you don't belong in the world, don't show up. Like... Right. I mean, if, you, if you're going in for an ECC for White Christmas, you know you live yeah. in that space uh-huh. or you don't. Uh-huh. So if you really aren't going to thrive in that environment, why would you be taking a tapper away from that moment? Yeah, sure. Um, especially because there are four other EPAs and ECCs happening that day. So mm-hmm. like, make, make a smarter decision for your career. Totally. For yeah. you. Um, but I also am all about like winning the room. Mm-hmm. You might not win the job, but you can win the room. Uh-huh. And so my whole thing is educate us on what you should be in the room for. Okay. So if you get an appointment and you're like, oh, I shouldn't be here. Yeah, this is okay, all yeah. wrong for me. Uh-huh. Um, educate us on what you should be in there for. Okay. I think you have the opportunity in that space to teach us something about you. So then in the future I can be like, oh, crap, he belongs on that list. Yeah. And that happened with the play I just cast recently, actually, an off-Broadway show that I just did. We brought someone in the first round, and he read for a part that um, he did beautifully, but it just, like, wasn't the mm-hmm. thing. And then when we were doing replacements, he came back in and read for the track he is really, really, really right for, mm-hmm. and he booked it. And it's because in that first read, he educated us on what he should have been there for. Sure. Mm-hmm. And then he continued to show interest in the piece and came back and did the right thing. Mm-hmm. Right thing. What is the right thing? He did yeah, a yeah. cool thing in the moment that worked. Mm-hmm. Um so I think you can use every opportunity as an educational moment for us. Because our job, literally CDs, our jobs is just to take in like a sponge all of your talents, mm-hmm. understand it, file it, compartmentalize it, and then help other people have access to it. Yeah. So teach us. But don't be a little shit. Like, exactly. <laughs> like If you're not yes. a tapper, don't come to the White Christmas. Exactly. You know? yeah, like, yeah, don't, yeah. don't waste your time. Also, like use your time productively. Mm-hmm. Use it for something that's actually going to serve you in mm-hmm. the long run. Take a tap class instead. <laughs> <laughs> They're there. Uh. Well, you talk, we've talked a lot about casting in theater, obviously, because that's mine and Caleb's world. That's yes. where we live in. But you have a lot of experience in uh, television. Mm-hmm. So I kind of want to talk about that and maybe what the differences are or if there are really many differences in your experience, like in your approach to them. So, yeah, I mean... I worked uh, for Fox for several pilot seasons, um, and I had a great time in that office. Um, and yeah, of course there are differences between film, yeah. TV, and theater, mm-hmm. especially in the actual process of the audition. Um, I think that film and TV moves very fast. Uh, I, I love working in theater. There's a reason that I left film and TV as a full-time experience and came to start my own theater company. Theater company. My own company <laughs> that focuses primarily on theater mm-hmm. because it's it feels really, really, really... Um, you can linger a little bit longer. Sure. It's a little more personal. Uh-huh. Um, it's also just like the thing that I'm passionate about. But I think in terms of like the act of an audition for film and TV, uh, it is quick and dirty, especially during pilot season. Oh, yeah, because you're like... Boop, 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 boop. I mean, you're seeing literally 90 people in one day, in and out, go, 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 go. Um, but the reality is, in New York especially, you ha- at some point in your career, you kind of have to be doing both, and it's like a seamless mm-hmm. thing. Um, and it's there's so much good film and TV happening. Yeah. In New York right now, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so many baller casting directors are here. I mean, like, really, Julie Schubert and mm-hmm. Jessica Daniels and Rory Bergman and just, like, just incredible people who are doing really cool work. Um, you want to get in those rooms. And I think before you get in those rooms, you need to take a film and TV mm-hmm. class. You need to understand the differences between how you act on stage and how you act on TV. Totally. Mm-hmm. And if your college didn't provide you with that opportunity, there are great classes in this town. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have the technical skills and knowledge, then you shouldn't be going in for it because what happens when you get on set and someone is giving you technical direction and you You're don't like, know uh, how to do it? Yeah. That's, it's just really important. Um, but I think in terms of like my job, 
the the business stuff leading up to it is pretty much the same. The reading of the scripts, the talking sure. to the creative uh-huh. teams, the setting up appointments, the agent and manager relationship building, that stuff is all the same. Um, but it's a little different in the space. You just don't have that kind of breath and that lingering time, um, at least in my experience of, sure. of a life in the thing. In the thing. <laughs> God. In this thing. In this thing thing called life. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, you also. Yeah. I I don't know what else to say about that. It is is simply a different type and style of acting. Oh, I do have something to say about that. Okay. If you are coming from an educational background where they are teaching a lot of film and TV, which we're seeing a lot more Mm -hmm. of, you have to still, when you go into a theater audition, be able to not do a film and TV read in a theatrical room. Okay. This is something I'm seeing a lot of, which is people are not connecting to their breath. They don't know how to fill a space with their voice anymore because mm. we're doing these like very small, very little TV reads. Sure. Where like everything is so intimate and, and it's all about your face and your eyes. And it's like, and so then I'm trying to do a theatrical read and we can't hear you. We can't see like, you. Speak up. Yeah. And it's really interesting. I mean, I, I've worked with directors who literally are like, please fill the space with your voice. We're working in a big theater. I need to know you yeah. can do it. Yeah. And um, so that's like fascinating that there's been this kind of flip-flop reversal. Totally. Because mm-hmm. it used to be that like everyone who would come in for like, film and TV would be like, hello! Like, smaller, baby, smaller. <laughs> it's a little more intimate. Like your face is 4,000 yeah. square feet right. long. Um, <laughs> So that's that's something that I'm seeing kind of this reverse of is a lot of people are learning how to do this very small, intimate mm-hmm. um, acting and then they're forgetting how to like project and sure. use their diaphragm and engage with the space. No, that's very interesting. Because mm. you always hear like folklore of like, well, theater actors doing TV. Yeah. It's too big. It's you too know? big, see? <laughs> oh my God. Don't let me sing. Uh-huh. No. no, what I mean too, but I do think as schools are kind of getting getting hip to sure. TV and film. What's the no? What's that the phrase? Of what? Uh, in the no. In the no. Yeah. What's the no? <laughs> what's, the no? What's, what's the no? What's the no? What's the gag? What's the no? Tell me what's the no. Tell me what's the no. What's the no? What's the no? That's cute. Prosecco. That's our vocabulary. What are your favorite ways to get to know people? Like in life? Like <laughs> making out. Like, <laughs> not like, in my job. <laughs> not in my job. Like, I'm a, I'm a in, Sadie Sadie married lady now. I know. Congratulations. Thanks. It's really wonderful. You the should do it. The wedding looks beautiful. Thanks. It was really fun. It was the best day ever. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It was great. I had a really swell time. Now, what are your favorite ways to get to know actors? I mean, you know, as opposed to like just in the room, like I know that you, you do a lot of different things. Obviously, mm-hmm. people in casting... You see a lot of theater to get yeah. to know people. So what are your kind of favorite ways? Well, I'm a theateraholic. Mm-hmm. So nine times out of ten, if you offer me a ticket to something and you I'm available to go and it's not 8,000 miles away, mm-hmm. um, I will try my damnedest to be there. I yeah. love going to the theater. Um, so that's like a huge way. And I keep I have a little journal of every show I see and mm-hmm. notes. Um, but I also, I like to work with a lot of new writers and new composers. And I help people. Like my backyard is always open. I have readings mm-hmm. and workshops in my backyard. Oh and gosh. I try to invite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty great. Um, and I try to like, I just ask a lot of questions. I like to meet a lot of people organically mm-hmm. in real life too. Yeah. Yeah. I feel really lucky to be the age that I am and to be doing what I'm doing at the age I am. Because I can still like hang out and bars and, yeah. and go to dinners yeah. with people and just like meet humans on a human level like we met as humans yeah through mutual friends I've never seen you audition no never ever never once yeah uh, <laughs> what I just went huh but yeah. like, I love that I know you as a human and I think you're tremendous and I can't wait until you know you're not booked out so that I can <laughs> sorry you're busy on Broadway um, <laughs> no but it's um that, like, that's my favorite way to meet people. And I also try to create events like the Common Ground. And mm-hmm. I do my office hours. Um, yeah, talk about that. Because I think if people aren't watching it, they should absolutely be watching mm-hmm. office hours. I still try and watch every week. That's so sweet. That's so nice. <laughs> it always is. It's starting, like, because we have 6.30 shows on yeah. Sundays. So it's always, like, starting at half hour. So I'll tune in to, like, the first few minutes and then, like, okay, get ready. Okay. And, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I do this thing called Office Hours on Facebook. Um, so add me as a friend. I'm super open. Facebook is my business, so feel mm-hmm. free to engage. Um, 
And every Sunday, or every other Sunday, depending on how busy the month is, I go live from 6 to 7 o'clock, and I take any industry questions that you might have, no matter how small or stupid or silly or grand or specific, I take them and I try to answer them to the best of my ability. And then the next day, it becomes a podcast that you can download on iTunes. Hey! So right now, I think we have like 27 episodes. It's 27 hours worth of free industry advice. Um, that I always say, like, take with a grain of salt. If it resonates with you, awesome. If it doesn't, mm-hmm. like, delete, delete, whatever yeah. you need to do, mm-hmm. unfollow. Um, <laughs> but I am there, and I'm a free resource, so I try to I try to do that. But that's another way that I can, like, meet people and engage with people. They find my content, and they engage yeah. socially. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love teaching workshops because I really feel like I get to know people on a human level mm-hmm. in that way, and it's, like, a safe environment. It's not an audition. Right. Um, I teach all around the country, so I meet a lot of artists that way. But truly, like, I just like people. I like friends. I'm, like, always that person who's like, hey, friends, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Let's be friends. Um, <laughs> let me say friends one more time. Friends. Friends. <laughs> yes. No? Oh, I Yeah, no, I was with you. I was with you. Thank you. I was like, I know I'm older than y'all, but seriously. Uh, <laughs> watch Friends. It's in syndication on Netflix. Yes, of course we do. I'm watching Will and Grace right now. <gasps> so that's what I'm, they're, they're all, who, Will and Grace just gone with Hulu. Oh, so I that's know. what I'm watching yeah. right now. Before it comes out tomorrow. That pilot is so special. I rewatched yeah. that pilot yeah. and I was like, that was magic. There was magical writing in that pilot. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting. I read, um, I read like the, I guess it was the review. I guess the, read the Times article about it today. Mm. That was like, diehard fans will love it, but they're just talking about how it's, it's very like similar in format. Sure. But we live in kind of a different we do. Totally world different now. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'll be interested to see... when the pilot came out. Mm-hmm. I'll be interested to see, like, how it... Um, Have you watched Fuller House? No. Yeah. I've seen, like, an episode. I didn't watch Full House, but I've watched Fuller House, and it's just a little bit too, like... I love Full House. iPhone, 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 ha, ha, ha. I don't know, like, I hate... <laughs> I hate... You hate an iPhone joke, honey. I do, I do. <laughs> You guys couldn't see the massive eye roll that just occurred. It was like epic. <laughs> Too much of a good thing. It is. I get it. No, the only reason I asked is because it's a similar kind of feel, I think, of that it was something that was so specific. Yeah. So, okay. you know. Second oh. LeRoy. Wait, yeah. apricot. Okay. Yeah. I don't try new flavors. That one's my favorite. Apricot. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Um, but it's similar in that it was like so specific to the time mm-hmm. and yeah. now they're just trying to recreate it and you either love it you just like get into the gag and you're like it's so nostalgic and great yeah. and sure. it's something you can just watch and have on in the background or you're like this is very hard to watch yeah, yeah. it's a tricky place I'm one of those people who's like yeah yes. <laughs> friends <laughs> I know so I'll be interested to see how I'm, I'm gonna watch Will and Grace mm-hmm. the new episodes and yeah mm-hmm. and see what it's, it's really all, what interesting it's all around about. this time of like we do revivals in theater a lot. Yeah. Right? Like, mm-hmm. it is a theatrical tradition to do revivals. Totally. And we don't even bat an eye at them. In fact, we, like, get so stoked about them, and we're like, yes, we need to see the king and I again. Yes. Like, Donna Murphy, let's mm-hmm. do it again. Kelly yeah. O'Hara, okay. <laughs> like, it's, it's, a, it's a thing we do, but you don't really see it a lot in television. Mm-hmm. And now we're having no. this, like, golden age of television that we're talking yeah. about. And what's amazing is, in the golden age, we're seeing the invention of the theatrical revival on film yeah and that's like a fascinating world and it's yeah. also interesting because what we just talked about with will and grace is like mm-hmm. well you know we live in kind of a different time and if they don't kind of change the format at all or what it's mm-hmm. saying then you know you could say that about any revival sometimes if a revival comes back and you don't change anything about it or it doesn't necessarily fit thematically or message wise yeah. into the time it, it doesn't necessarily it. work but i do think it depends on the property too though right like sure Golden grace everyone's gonna watch it whether it's a of shit show or it's the are. best thing that's ever been written yes. they're gonna watch it. just like carousel everyone's gonna want to yeah. go see mm-hmm. it because it is a perfectly beautifully crafted yes. piece of theater yeah. and when you bring new artists to it you see a different story yes. there are some shows that get revived and you're like hmm is this going to hit? And it doesn't because it's not uh, as classic, perhaps. Sure. Uh-huh. Um, and so we also see that with television. There are some things that like are working as a revival or working as like a spin-off, which I think is also kind of a totally. sequel revival-esque thing. It's interesting. It is really cool to see this moment in TV. And we are yeah. all craving nostalgia. Totally. Yeah. We are in a time where people need to be reminded of a different time mm-hmm. and to be reminded of like simpler times and yeah. mm-hmm. it's fascinating. Every time. Time. Some of us want to be reminded of like times that other of us don't want to be necessarily reminded uh-huh. of. Uh-huh. Absolutely. But are you seeing television shows that, well, that's a different question for a different time. 
ask. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, are you seeing television shows that are promoting maybe that kind of desire for a different, simpler time in that specific way? Not necessarily. I think that, I think that, um, I don't know, I think it's interesting bringing back Will and Grace. I really do. Me too. Because it was such, it was such like a, we look back on it now with, you know, I grew up, like, being able to see gay people on TV, mm-hmm. like, through Will and Grace. It was also, groundbreaking like, in its own way. It was yeah. groundbreaking. Absolutely. Like, through Will and Grace, like, like you know, we get to see, and then, you know, Ellen coming out. And, uh-huh. like, I we have never not seen a gay person on television mm-hmm. in, in my lifetime. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, since I can remember. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, I think it's interesting that that's coming out now when we have things that that show like the LGBTQ experience in totally different ways. Like yeah. like orange is black and yeah. transparent uh, and like uh-huh. things that are that have that are as enlightened as we are all trying to be in yeah. our present time. Whereas I think that, you know, Will and Grace was a nice easy way for someone to see like, gay like, people really on TV. Yeah. These are very like nice gay people. Like classy and nice. cliche. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh yes, very how they've written it and to see if maybe yeah. they're going to challenge us a little bit or maybe not maybe yeah. they'll make the choice not to yeah. but to see how these characters just fine I, we, we, we all need something to fall yeah. asleep to you know, for sure mm-hmm. but maybe we'll, maybe they'll challenge us by saying they know that these characters live in a world where transparent exists and yeah, sure. they, what if they have a, a conversation about it I think they have an opportunity to still in a very palatable way have conversations totally. that yeah. challenge an audience I think that should be their responsibility in my yeah. opinion It's time to take your body care routine to the next level. Introducing Osea's bestseller body care set, the perfect companion for your summer travels. This four-piece kit transforms dry skin to silky, soft, and glowing. It features travel sizes of Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil and Body Butter, clinically proven to improve skin elasticity, along with their anti-aging body balm and salts-of-the-earth body scrub. And to top it off, it's packed in a vegan leather bag, making it a must-have for all your summer adventures. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat yourself to glowing, healthy skin this summer with clean, vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, you can get the Best Sellers Body Care Set valued at $78 for 33% off. Use code SUMMER to save an additional 10%. That's an additional 10% off at OCEAMalibu.com code SUMMER. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As an artist. What TV are you like so obsessed with right now? Oh my goodness. Oh, so many things. I love TV. I just, I just love consuming art, no matter how yeah. it is. And we are, like, great TV is happening right now. Oh, my God. Yeah. Amazing TV. I just wa- I just finished Big Little Lies. Yeah. It's so good. And I, I've just started Insecure. Mm-hmm. It's oh my really God. good. It's so brilliant. And the music yeah. is incredible. Yeah. I'm pretty bad at watching TV. Yeah. Caleb hasn't I even like watched... Mo- I love movies. Caleb yeah. hasn't even watched, like, a full season of Drag Race, so it's like, we're... So are you even alive? <laughs> I, mean, I don't think I am. Like, check my balls. You look beautiful. Oh, thank you. Your skin is nice and pink and, and lovely. I'm a little flushed. Yeah. Oh, from the Prosecco. Yeah. Um, well, what, what are some movies you've seen recently that you liked? Well... I just got Movie Pass. Have okay. you heard about this? I have heard about Movie Pass. Right. And I, it's taken me a month and a half to. Tell get us my... about the saga with okay. Movie Pass. I, so if you guys it's don't honestly, know about Movie Pass, oh my god, so it is. Because <laughs> I've been so excited about this thing, and it's like we've been talking about it. We're like, this will be a great thing for the podcast. You'll like see as many movies as yeah. you can, and then we'll yeah. do like a and little review corner. Yeah. Like yeah. we've been like so excited. Like yes, little moment, great. Yes. So Movie Pass went from like fifty bucks a month to unlimited movies once a day at the movie theaters to $9.95 a month. What? $9.95 budget. So you can see... (laughs) Budget here. You can see one movie a day for... You you can see 30 movies in a month. Yeah. Um, And they give you a little credit card, and it's a movie... I'm checking in on my Trader Joe's bag. 
I think I put it in here. I and like that you think that people can see this now that you're pulling this out. Yeah. It's the best part of this storytelling. Well, we'll take a picture. Oh, it's a big we'll, deal. We'll no, it's my card. My we'll number. blur it. We'll blur it. It's a MasterCard movie pass. Sure. So I get on my phone and there's an app and I say, like, I want to go see it. Yeah. At down on 42nd Street. I do not want to see that. It's so good. It was no. it was it was gorgeous actually. I know Ugh. everyone says it's so beautiful, but I I, I get scared so easily. No it's way. really nostalgic. That's the other thing about it. It's like, like Stranger Things nostalgic. Well, you know nostalgic. No, no, no. <laughs> um, Stranger Things is like kind of based off it, and so this kind of like looks like it's based off Stranger Things, but it's really just like. I meant Stranger Things nostalgic. Why can't I say that word? Um, In the way that Stranger Things took so many iconic pieces of like '80s cinema and turned it into the thing. That's what it it? is. Same thing because it's kind of like shot. The one boy from Stranger Things is in it. it. Yeah, he's wonderful. Yeah, but it's terrifying. I can't do it. No, no thanks. But it's there's a clown like underground begging children to come live in his lair. I can't. I can't. Life is too terrifying already. Mm -mm. It is. You know, we go underground all the time. Not yes, but not out. because a clown is begging <laughs> us to join him. Yeah, we don't I always crawl love, in the sewer. I always love like, the, <laughs> the memes where it's the, a clown, he's like, hey, come down here. And he's Hillary like, Clinton is president. On my way. Into the sewer. That's my favorite. What's your favorite meme? What's your favorite meme? My favorite meme? Yes. Um, oh my God, this is really hard. Uh, or like your favorite internet icon. I love mine is Pizza Rat for sure. I love oh, I, I love, love Pizza Rat. Any, I love literally any drag race thing. Sure. Like I love like I love like Jasmine Masters. Yes. Like I love her like phone ringing while she's recording a video and like it's buzzing and and you and she's <laughs> muted but she's still talking like it's not ringing and it's it's like any so anything Jasmine Masters anything RuPaul <laughs> I'm obsessed so I keep talking to her. anything RuPaul related. We'll post this. Fair enough. Um, I get I cackle. That's all my boyfriend and I send to each other on Instagram. <laughs> That's um. true love right there. <laughs> This <laughs> it's a stupid. Oh, <laughs> my God. This is Britney Spears as a clown. Okay, so we we will rich. post this on our uh, Instagram at Equity One Podcast. Oh my God, but are you I, sweaty, babe? I am sweaty. Are you getting like, the champagne sweats? I don't know if it's I don't know if it air is. circulation here. Well, Pearl. we can't have anything on because of the sound. I know. Pillow. Get it together. <laughs> um, but I was going through a night a couple nights ago and I found this and I couldn't stop laughing. He, said, <laughs> it's he so like he like sent it to me funny. and then, and, then, <laughs> and then did you post it with like something else? I like did, you edited it's it. So and funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's so stupid. I What's mean, yours? What's your favorite? Yeah. Your favorite? Oh, Pizza Rat. Pizza Rat. I pizza just rat. feel like nothing. So relatable. N- well, like nothing represents New York City better than Pizza Rat. No. Like we are all just little yeah. fucking rats trying to find our slice of pizza and then carry that shit up the stairs. Like, no, and people are going to yeah. take pictures of us and they're going to laugh at us and they're going to post us. But like, I'm going to get that piece of pizza to my little rat den. Like, I'm going to do it and it's going to be delicious and it was a 99 cent slice that someone dropped but it's mine. Yeah, it it's two bros, damn it. It's two bros. We are all pizza rats. I live. Pizza Rat is the name of the That's the name of the podcast. We're all, we're all Pizza, pizza Rat. rat. Or, or What's the No? Again, what's, what's, like, the what's the No Pizza um, Rat? What's the yes. Rat? <laughs> you know what else, what other meme I like is that, uh, that, um, do of you like. Do you do fan blast? I do. I usually have it says, my fan. It says, it says anything at the top of like me finding out da 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 da. Yes. And then it's Nicole Kidman like giving seven acting beats. Like, <laughs> seconds. It's, like, it's from Stepford Wise. It's exactly. <laughs> It's incredible. I hate myself with my Sudoku. Oh my god. Oh, my, favorite, all queens over here. my favorite meme is the, the Kermit the Frog. Would have a fan. The Kermit the yes. Frog ones where it's like your inner Kermit and yeah. your inner yes. Kermit. There's yes. just... I also love Kermit like drinking the tea. Yes. yes. Just like sipping the tea, like, tell me what's up, baby. Tell me what's up. What was another one I love? Oh, I do love the Hillary Clinton one where she's like, when she's like, it's been a long week and it's only Wednesday and she's like getting on a plane and she's like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's just, it's just so good. I can't. I also love the like, the Renaissance baby that's fat. It's like, why though? I was like never into meme culture and then I worked on this show called The Bad Years Mm -hmm. that the whole cast was like super young and awesome and I love all of them and I'm friends with all these people and they're all obsessed with memes and so my entire newsfeed became like meme wars like people were like posting and then I was like this shit is hilarious like memes are amazing so I'm on board my brother 
The farmer in Ohio loves to create memes. They're his favorite thing to do. Um, oh, I didn't say what TV. I oh yeah, yeah, what TV. <laughs> <laughs> we get off topic. We get off topic a lot on this podcast. Things I love. You're gonna. You're gonna throw up. I'm obsessed with Broadway HD. First and sure. I need to get that. Broadway HD is amazing. It is a great use of your money. I am obsessed with it. So stupid, but yes, I watch a lot it's of not that. stupid at all. Thank you. Thank it's our you. job. Yeah. It's our job. But that's why. And it's amazing. It's, it's amazing. so cool. It's such a cool service. Um, but Game of Thrones, I'm a huge Game of Thrones mm-hmm. fan. And I'm talking to two people who ne- have never watched Game of Thrones. See, yeah. okay, I can't get I can't <laughs> I tell. tried to, I tried the first season. Um, I can't get like, into it. I am Tell not. Me why. I'm not big on fantasy sure. type things like Lord anything Lord of the Rings or like in that realm. Sure. Like I'm just not into. So yeah. like that's why. I just think the acting is so incredible. Sure. And the writing is so mm-hmm. amazing. And yep, that was a burp. That was a prosecco. <laughs> we're there. Um, and I just like I love long form storytelling. Sure. So, yeah. Like I'm the girl who's like. Yes, Coast of Utopia, eight hour yes. marathon, like long form storytelling. <laughs> so if I can watch a show over eight seasons and it's still compelling, like that to it's me good. is yeah, good. that's amazing. Like I was super into Lost when Lost was on. I was oh. still into it. I'll watch that. So I love like the long burn, long burn, slow burn, slow long burn. Yeah. Um, either way, this is us is amazing. Sure. I watch bits of it. Yeah. Here's the thing. I have. I haven't really found myself being drawn to a lot of network television recently, mm-hmm. um, but This Is Us is, whew, it is, it's really beautiful. Were the you movie. a Parenthood watcher? I was. Okay. And this Is Us reminds me of Parenthood. Yeah. See, I love Parenthood and I'm still like recovering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just think the casting on This Is Us is so special. It yeah. is such a cool group of people. Um, I think Telsey worked on that show. I'm pretty sure it's a Telsey show and, oh, and they did yeah. really special work for that show, but it's just, it's incredible. I love that show. I also... Randomly started binging The Good Place because it's on Netflix now. The Christine oh Bell sure, show. yeah, 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 and it's funny. Oh, it kind I of remember looks like Pushing Daisies. Is it, it? it? It's like if Pushing Daisies and um, uh, Parks and Rec had a baby. Oh, oh sure, so okay, like cute. Yeah. yeah, and Parks and Rec is like my favorite show in history. Uh-huh. Television. Okay, like, nice. Leslie Nope is my spirit animal yes, on yes. all things. You and every other white girl that said that before. Wow. Okay. <laughs> oh. Whoa. Like, Fan for <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. And that's the wraps. No, I'm sure. Sure. No, but I love it. It was a hilarious show. It's it's leaving Netflix though, isn't it? I don't know. Is it? Well, Thirty Rock is. But Tina Fey. Tina Fey has a new TV show, and they want you to watch that instead. It's all strategic. Well, I don't want to watch that one. I want to watch watch Thirty Rock. Thirty Rock for the seventeenth time. Hello. Let me sing about my nineties. At least twenty. Oh yeah. Working on my night cheese. Lemon, I heard you singing night cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. <laughs> it is the best show. I'm really upset. It's fine. I'll find a way. You'll find a way. What I, else, friends? I don't know. I've been watching Broad City. I It's not on Hulu. I have Hulu. Like, it's on Comedy Central, though. It's on the app. Oh, okay, good. You can watch it on there. I Do you watch Broad City a... at all? No. It's so funny. It's hilarious. I, 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 I tried. Fair enough. Okay. It's not my brain of humor. Fair enough. How about American Horror Story? <sighs> You're, we just oh. talked about how scary it is. Oh, right. But, like, it's good. Like, it's... The oh. cast on American Horror Story is incredible. Always stellar. It's always stellar. Um, I'm more of, like, an American Crime Story person. Oh, oh sure. The O.J. Simpson Un- was unbelievable. Believable. I'm also super into any series about serial killers or crime or, mm. like, false confessions or murders the confession. I'm so into it. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. Have you watched American Vandal? Uh, not yet. It's on my list. <laughs> I'm so ready. It is so good. I just finished it. That's the parody one, right? Yes. Yes. I'm so ready. It's really, really good. Um, Okay, well, I think we're going to move into our, like, final bits. So I'm going to go into my my segment of the show. I'm so ready. Oh, (laughs) t-shirt! You know what? You love it. It's time for Merch Madness. Merch Madness! The flea market was this uh-huh. weekend. I have not been to the flea, flea market since I was 10 years old. And wow. I am turning 30 in 20 days. Incredible. So that's like 20 years. That's a lot of flea markets. Of buying have you always purchased something every time? Uh, yes. And I also, I know it's merch madness, but 
I was the person who wanted to be on point before I was supposed to, and we came to the sidewalk sale, and I bought a pair of busted point shoes from the Phantom of the Opera booth that were signed by the cast, and I wore them in my basement before I was trained on point. And my mom found me dancing in my Phantom point shoes, and she was like, get those off your feet! Those were broken in on somebody else's feet! What are you doing? And that is my... That's how I taught myself. That's how incredible. How do you mm-hmm. On the box. Just on a broken shoe. I mean, like, they were so busted. And then, oh, of course, when I got God. my own point shoes and, like, learned sure. how to actually do it, I was like, oh, these were dead, <laughs> dead, 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 dead. You know, you gotta, you gotta find a way or make one. That is amazing. Find what a way. Did, what did you get this year? Oh, this year was so hot, first of all. Very hot. Lots of people. It was crowded. It well, because they went, they went, um... Usually the streets are blocked off. This yep. year they blocked off just the like lane half, traffic. Yeah. Yeah. Is was, that dangerous? It was just know, tight. It was just really, really, really tight. Um, I got a couple show cards because I collect automatic window nice cards. Shirt. Yeah. It was it was a light year this year. I got so overwhelmed with the numbers of people and it was so hot. Yeah. I, I couldn't stay for a super long amount of time. Yeah. Were you working? Uh yes I was. So I just went in between shows. Sure. Um you got some t-shirts? I did. Well, I, I will talk about my t-shirts, but I also want to say I splurged a little bit. Oh. And I am the proud owner of a chair from the box seats of the St. James. <gasps> that they took out when they're doing yep. the model for Frozen? That's wow. awesome. How many? Just one chair? One chair. Yeah. What's your? Is that your favorite purchase you've ever made? At the, yes. Can I tell you my favorite purchase I've ever made? Yes. I own one of the Galinda chests <gasps> from Wicked, the like fake Louis Vuitton uh-huh, big yeah. hand stencil with her initials on them. <sighs> they sold it one year, and I have one signed by Kristen Chenoweth, and like the year Wicked came out was the year that they sold that, and I bought it. And I'm telling you, man, I you would have thought I won the fucking lottery. I had that in my high school That's dorm room. It's in my It's, well, gay gasp, I know. It's hilarious. And literally, like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's great. That's amazing. It's, oh it's yeah, yeah. This is, the the chair is by far my favorite thing I've ever bought mm. at the flea market. Where is it? It's currently at um, the Lent Fontaine, waiting mm-hmm. for me to uh, move it into my new apartment. Yay! This weekend. <laughs> so that's where that is. But with me here, I have the three T-shirts that I bought from the uh, from the flea market. The flea I see my favorite one. Mm-hmm. I bet you do. <laughs> So I'm going to go ahead and start with, uh, so I'm going to start in the middle. I'm going to start with the numbers. Old maid! Uh, this is my 110 in the shade shirt. <laughs> oh, oh, God! God. <laughs> Come on, Audrey. Yes. Come on. So this is from the most recent revival with Audrey McDonald, of course. The roundabout. And Betsy Wolf making her Broadway debut in that show. Yes. Oh. As, um, and Steve Kazee. As Lots of face. Oh, yeah. As, I said his what's, as her, what's face. her face. As the girl. What is her name? I literally can't remember the girl's name. It's just a little red it's hat girl. It's Lizzie and, um, yeah, a little red hat. Oh, frick. Oh, frick, double frick. Damn it. Um, it's talking. something with a Y. It's like a cute name. It's not a real name. Okay, keep um, talking. So this is my one chin in the shade shirt. It's a pretty classic black, like, jersey tee. It's simple, yeah. It's a simple tee. It's a little long for me, to be honest. You haven't torso. worn it yet, though. Like, worn it out and about. Well, I know, but it's still, I can still tell if a t-shirt is long on me. Uh-huh. But I do like it. Catherine it's just... Bronner. No. Snooki. Snooki is her name. Yeah, but she didn't play Snooki. This oh. Is... Oh, this is who, this is who Betsy Wolf played. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Uh, oh, no, that's right, because the Snooki in the revival was also African-American. That's correct. Oh. Yeah. Now, I, now I remember. I had to, I had to think back to my... Dig deep, uh, dig deep into mm-hmm. that, that my, arsenal of treasures. Of, not, of not bootlegs. Um, so it's Jesus. great. It's the logo, the red hot logo. It's going to be a hot day. Mm-hmm. For my 110 the shade shirt. It's but I like simple. it. It's simple. Yeah, yeah. It's that roundabout design. I do yeah. wish the logo were like bigger. I wish the 110. Because, like, it's very right you, in the middle. Do you wish it was the, the like iconic image of Audra's face and that like orange and yes. yellow with the rain kind down of. on it? I do kind of like this reminds me a little bit of like my August Osage County t shirt. You know what I mean? Like, but it's not on the angle. The block. It's not on the yeah. angle. I just wish it were bigger. I wish it took up more of the shirt. <laughs> sure. Um, but I am really excited because 110 The Shade is one of my favorite shows. Will you just sing Old Maid every time you wear it? Yeah, I will. You'll like look in the just mirror. Just down the street. No, my no, shirt is too tight! tight. <laughs> <laughs> I can't like, oh, Yes, yes. And then, how about this, you oh, guys? Oh, girl! 
So this was a find from the creative goods table when they were doing like their one dollar flash sale. I was sure. Like, Thank you. Oh yeah. This like is an amazing Chuck Cooper's vocals. Yes, this mm-hmm. is an amazing Grace T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Played very shortly at the Nederlander. I was about to say, with you. Was in it, yeah. I missed it. You did? I, I missed it. it too. But it's going to be in DC, right? I it's a, it. a Bible museum is opening up. And Someone is doing there. it. Oh, Isaiah is doing it somewhere yeah. in DC. Yeah. Isaiah Bailey, friend. Um, I don't know if he listens to the podcast, but maybe. It's a shout out. Mm-hmm. Shout out. So this shirt hey, is interesting. I don't have really many show shirts that do like a small logo on the chest. On the nipple, yeah. as it were. Yeah, like where a front pocket would be mm-hmm. sure. is the is the logo. Um, it's a black shirt. It's a nice, uh, soft cotton. Oh, I like the back. And I like the back, too. On the back, in white block letters, how sweet the it says, how sweet the sound. I like this. I, um, I didn't ever see what the Amazing Grace merch looked like, so mm-hmm. I was um, excited to see this one. They also had, like, a, a teal tank top, which I was, like, felt awfully oh. cheery. Um, for <laughs> something matter. Oh, that's a face palm right so, there. <laughs> so uh, I went with the black t-shirt instead. That feels right. Oh. And uh, I'm not even going to. Uh, I'm not even going to play with the people. The next shirt is the winner of Merch Madness. I'm going to have to agree too. Just like I know, looking at the title. The winner is my motherfucking Scottsboro Boys Come shirt. Are signed. signed. Wait, signed. signed. You can you can wow. ever wash that. She signed that. Signed Wait. by Susan Stroman. Wait, you really can't ever wash that. No. It's with a like a gold Sign. sharpie. You need to frame that. Signed by Susan Stroman. You need to make a t-shirt quilt out of it. Let me tell you guys. Let me tell you. Come on, Lucy Brooks. <laughs> let me tell you it's how much weird. I love the Scottsboro Boys. Uh-huh. Let me tell you. One of my favorite things. Mm-hmm. Love that show. Love that show so much. I am so happy I found a shirt from the Scottsboro Boys. This is their opening night shirt. I think this oh, was a wow. gift. It has the opening night yeah. date on the back. They opened on Halloween. They did. They opened on Halloween, Halloween of night. 2010. Almost seven? No, at the Lyceum. It's, it's almost September. And it has that in, a, in nice black, black letters. Back. This is a light gray shirt with mm. the, the really gorgeous, colorful. I forgot that was at the Lyceum. Red mm-hmm. and um, blue design. I'm so obsessed with this shirt. It's beautiful. I it can't even tell you. Great. This is like by far the winner of Merch Madness, and it gets clearly five out of five A's in. Yes. 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 Do you want to join in? Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's also very soft. It's very, it's very, very soft. You'll never be to wear it. Are you, are you yeah, scared? This has been washed for you can sure. Spray it. spray it with something. Yeah. I'm going to wear it. Are you kidding? Are these tassels? What are these? I love it. Is this a rug? What is, what is yeah, this? Yeah, well, so so it's it's like a it's like a very like vaudeville oh. kind of mm-hmm. like this would be the drop that they would hang, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. as they pulled into town. The, unbelievable. My one this is one of my favorite finds from the flea market ever, and it is the winner of March Madness this week. Come through, Scottsboro Boys. Yeah. Oh, when I saw this. I screamed. That and I said, I will be taking that. In your Chattanooga. Mincing in Chattanooga, honey. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And with that, I think it? we have concluded our interview. Yeah. Okay. This was so much fun. This is great. It was great. I'm so glad you came and played with us mm-hmm. and drank a little bit and chatted with us. I drink a lot. <laughs> if there, I want to just, if there are any closing words, a lot of actors listen to our podcasts, mm. a lot of people that are interested in theater what um, what would you want to say to them that you haven't necessarily said today that you think is important for them to hear? It is a really hard time to be an artist because everybody is, um, there's a lot going on in the world, but there has never been a more important time to be an artist and to keep fighting and to keep trying. But the reality is if you want to be someone who is working and who is a part of these things that you so want to be a part of, you have to do the work you have to show up, you have to be present, and most importantly, you have to work on yourself and understanding what your specific point of view as a human being is. Because if you don't have one, you can't bring it to any sort of text that's given to you. So I think like keep fighting, keep working as hard as you can, keep showing up, because if you don't show up, nothing will ever happen. And like do the work on yourself, because if you don't like you, you're not gonna like anybody else, and nobody's gonna be able to know what gifts you can bring to the table. Um, but I, I see you and I hear you and I validate you wanting to be an artist and being a part of this community and I'm just really happy to 
get to watch your gifts every day. It's like, my job is fucking great. I get to watch people share their gifts mm-hmm. every single day. So awesome. It's yeah. dreamy, man. Yeah. It's dreamy. And like, think about that when you walk in the room. There are people who just want to watch you dream for two minutes every day. And it like is such a blessing that I get to do that. So. Thank you for sharing your gifts, man. I appreciate it. Amen. Thank you for yes, sharing your gifts. You, yeah. Where can the people find more of your gifts? If they want to coach with you, <laughs> yeah. or if for they want to, my gifts. or if they just want to follow you yeah. and see what you're up Truly, to. Truly, like I said, find me on Facebook. If you um, type in Kate Lumpkin, you can add me as a friend. It is my business, so feel free to reach out and talk to me anytime. Um, you can find more about me at www.kate-lumpkin.com um, for any information on booking me as uh, a casting director or uh, as a coach. Um, and you can find my podcast on iTunes if you search for Office Hours with Kate Lumpkin. And you can watch Office Hours live every week, Sunday, 6 o'clock on Facebook Live. Amazing. Yeah. While you're subscribing to Office Hours on iTunes. <laughs> you should you, also subscribe. You might as well subscribe to Equity One and leave a five-star review. Yeah, you Damn it. Yes. Just do it. Just do Why it. not? It helps our podcast reach more people that might be interested in it if you say some nice things about it. Mm-hmm. So you. you can find that on iTunes. <laughs> you can find the podcast on Instagram and Facebook at Equity One Podcast. And on Twitter at equity one underscore. Send us an email with some nice any questions or things yeah. that you would like to hear Dream at equity one podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. yeah, tell us what you thought of this week's episode. We just want to hear from you. And uh, you can follow me at Elliot Maddox on everything E L L I O T T M A T T O X. And you can find me at Caleb Dickey. That's C A L E B D I C K E. And I think that's it, y'all. Until next time, cheers, guys. guilty doesn't have to walk the plank it means the gallows still are vacant and we've got my wife to thank it means you shouldn't underestimate lucille and leo frank cause this is Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.